Hello. Um, welcome back to the Sylvania Gals. Hi, everybody. We're back. I'm Margaret. I'm Bridget. We're delighted to be here. It feels yeah. good to be potting again. We had a little break. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we were doing other things. and. Yeah. You went to Lewisburg? Oh, yeah. We were in central Pennsylvania for a little bit. Yep. We saw need... some old friends. Yeah. So that was good. We need to speak up just a little bit, I okay. think. Um, so today's topic... We're doing a hot button issue. A hot button, <laughs> which we haven't done in a while. Um, but we're talking about gender and sexuality. Yeah, not my not my strong suit. Yeah, you're yeah. a little um, unsure. Yeah, it feels a little sh- too personal to me, but maybe, I don't know. Oh, it's like too... You don't want to put this out on the internet? Well, I I, I think I'll be fine. We'll see how it all sounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never heard you talk about this stuff. Then why do you think you know my views so well? I don't. Oh, Uh, well, no, I I don't. I'm actually kind of curious. I mean, sometimes you, like, you just told the story when you were at your your friend's house. One of the professors, one of the students wanted to be called it. Oh, right. And you were laughing. Right, well, yeah, that seems a little, that does seem a little strange. I mean... They are, you know, they're they're pretty open-minded people themselves, but, you know, when right. one of the students... Yeah, I don't know what to think of that. Like, are they denying their whole humanity? <laughs> they, they can't decide what they are, so they not even decide they're not even anyway, going to be human. Yeah. I wanted to add just, like, a little disclaimer. Um, we might not say everything politically correct. Mm, yeah. I guess that's one of the things that makes me nervous. Right. But, like, my general view on life is, like, I don't really care what other people do as long as it doesn't harm anyone. Right. Which is, like, this is so weird to me. This is uh, a tangent. But that's basically what the country was founded on, right? Like, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Expression, freedom of religion. Expression. Like, you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't harm people. And then people... laws. And then people who, like, swear by the Constitution, like have it on their pickup truck, like, care so much about, you know, gay people. Like, what, you know, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't add up. Well, you're stereotyping people already, but well, you're stereotyping I mean, pickup truck drivers. Sure, stereotyping, but, you know, you see that. You see, like, Second Amendment. You see Constitution on pickup trucks right. as you're driving through, you know, the middle of the United States, which I have done many a times, like... Yeah, yeah. Sure, stereotyping, but they those people do exist. I guess so. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, Every all types of people exist, yeah. but, um, yeah, yeah, but I, I do find it a little problematic that you're already sort of... Okay, but just, like, to further defend my point, like, I follow people on Instagram who are quote-unquote like, hillbillies or rednecks, like, mm. people from Lewisburg, and they're posting stuff about, you know, anti- or pro-life stuff or whatever, but, like, why do you care what people are doing if you swear by the Second Amendment? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I guess there's a, a conflict there, an internal conflict, but yeah. I guess... But I, they, I they, don't... they probably don't think about it that much, and... You know? Right, right. Again, they're, they're conservative. They're they're conservative. Right. So the, the 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 culture has existed for a certain way for many many years, and and it's been relatively stable. So they don't want to see a lot of changes come in, and that's 
that's part of the issue. Yeah. You, you know, you're you're bumping up against really five hundred thousand years of human evolution. <laughs> when you talk about um, gender identities, I oh, mean, okay. they... so are we getting back to our topic? Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. So we're getting back to our topic now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe we should edit all that out. So. No, I think that was good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, uh... what question do you want to start with? Oh, maybe we should start with. Um, the conversation I had with a friend yesterday. Oh, okay. You didn't tell me about this conversation. I did. Oh, it, so um, so I did the seventh grade. Yeah. So yeah. I was talking with a friend, and um, he was he he went to summer camps when he was younger, and I guess at a summer camp, um, so he found out that another boy had a crush on him. Yeah. So like a, supposedly a gay boy had a crush on him. Right. And he, well, I don't really remember his standpoint, but I was like, I think he was a little hesitant, like, how can you know you're gay in seventh grade? But my, so my explanation was like, well, people have, people know they're straight in seventh grade and they have, a boy can have a crush on a girl in seventh grade and that is totally normal. Presumably if someone is born with their sexuality and it's just a part of them, how would they not know that they are Attracted to the same sex. Right. I, I mean, I guess some people do know in seventh grade. I feel like, I feel like personally, I would not be so self-aware that I okay. would know. Right. I, I mean, you know, that I would find, you know, one sex more attractive than another. I mean, I guess there was a cultural thing in seventh grade with yeah. boys and girls. Plus, but like, it wasn't like... I wasn't really, you know, we weren't, I personally wasn't that serious about it. Yeah, so. I pl but plus I hear, I hear, like, when you tell me about yourself in, as a middle school, like, you don't seem very interested in anything other than, right. I, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I sort of had my head in the sand for yeah. a long time. Yeah, but we're talking about, like, not... Yeah, I, total so the, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I'm not a good I mean, I I'm had not a, a normal crush in person. seventh grade. Yeah. I'm uh, sure she, Dad did, like... I guess so, and I think I did too. I I remember having a crush. I can I I know oh. the guy. Well, yeah. yeah, in the fourth grade I had a yeah. crush that you know, and then in uh, eighth grade I had. I remember you know looking at guys and thinking, oh, but so still, I feel like that's a little different than I. I feel like you can have those crushes and still end up being you know attracted to the other sex things can change a lot well it's a in the intervening years like i think right. you can go back and forth um a lot throughout the middle school and teenage years mm -hmm. and, and you know so i that's why i i i sometimes look at kids uh in middle school deciding too early or you know well, seeing yeah, attracted to a certain person or a certain sex and saying, oh, I guess, I, see, I guess I'm this or I guess I'm that. Because I think it can change. I see, think you can, oh, go, you can go through Okay, evolution. but there's nothing wrong with being attracted to, me being attracted to a girl in seventh grade and then switching. Like, I, I see where you might be hesitant to let a seventh grader transition to another gender. Like, right. that's more permanent. But there's nothing, absolutely, there's no harm done. Just having, you know, a crush or dating someone. Right. Yeah, and that's exactly my point. But I, I think that the seventh graders then say, then, well, I don't know why we're picking on seventh graders, but a young Middle person schoolers. might say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gay or I'm, I'm lesbian or I'm this or I'm that. And, and 
all the adults, you know, are there and say, oh, this person is this, when I, I feel like that's a little early to define right. who you are. Um, right. Okay. So you don't... Permanently. Even... Right. Of course you can change, but you don't even think, like, the saying this person is straight is okay. They're just totally clean slate till they reach puberty well, or something. Well, I, I don't know. It's funny. I, um... Um... I was uh, I was having a, convers- a conversation with um, somebody, a work colleague or something. He was talking. His son was twelve years old, and he said, uh, "My son is twelve, and he just he's uh, he's a late bloomer because he just started dating girls." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't call that a late bloomer, you know? Like, dating you know? at twelve? Yeah, like that's sixth grade. Yeah, I swear. I, I am I hearing this right? Like your 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 perspective is that he's a late bloomer because he just started. Maybe he, did, he didn't mean dating. Yeah, I I don't know, but you know, I I'm thinking. I I feel like we're we're sort of pushing. Pe- I I and I always felt this way when um you kids were in uh in school that that people get pushed too much towards one thing and the expectation there's an expectation from adults that you know oh is there anyone you like is there you know are yeah yeah you know there's there's a high expectation there and then if you know there is sort of a letdown from if if a child says well I'm actually attracted to the other sex you know right you know I just feel like there's a lot of pressure there that shouldn't necessarily be there even now when I talk to you know, younger people, um, I know I'm young, but, like, middle schoolers, elementary yeah. schoolers, like, oh, do you have a crush? I feel kind of bad because they, they their lives shouldn't be focused on a crush, but that's still the fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, I you guess know? so. And, and it's, you know, and I, it's fun. I mean, middle schoolers and teenagers want to talk about it among themselves. Great. I mean, have a good time, you know, talk about boys and girls and all that. But then the adults sort of get involved and, you know, mm-hmm. they have expectations for and they show the pictures online and, right. you know, the beautiful couples. And, and I feel like that adds a level of, I don't know, pressure or yeah, that's, that, that yeah. you know, the kids aren't all the kids aren't all of a sudden doing it on their own. They have this adult expectation of them that they dress a certain way and they look a certain way and they go to the dance and look a certain way and oh well that's seeping into the social media episode i feel like Mm, like yes yeah but yeah yeah before we get into gender i kind of want to try and tackle what we were just talking about before we started recording with dad like is rp are more people gay now because it's more accepted it's more it's more accepted and they're seeing that it's okay or they're seeing that it's a thing online and they're like oh this is a thing i can be i'm gonna do that or we're the same amount of people always gay and now they're just like not now they're quote-unquote coming out and now they're they feel more comfortable and and Um, i yeah that's such a difficult question yeah that's such a difficult question because but um something but something to note, I think, is, like, homosexuality hasn't just, you know, hasn't just sprouted up. Like, the the right. ancient philosophers were all, like, gay. Like, Socrates, Aristotle, oh. they were all, like, 
into men. Women were only objects for reproducing, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean... And that, I mean, I'm pretty, yeah. like, that, I know that. Like, that's something I learned in my philosophy class. Right. Well, I guess, I'm not sure how they prove this, but I guess there's enough Well, there's evidence. literature. And another uh, facet of this is, like, are people born gay, or is it, is it in right. their DNA? Right. Like, are... And that's, yeah. I, yeah, and I, I don't know if there's any way to answer that, or is it is it something you decide you want to do? Yeah. And, and I don't... One way to look at it is whole mammals, um, like cats, like they're not gay. Mm-hmm. You know, male cats aren't attracted to male cats, right? I guess not. I, I can remember having a conversation with my high school friend who was the uh, president of the National Bunny Rabbit Rescue Association. Mm-hmm. You know, she had all these, she had a house full of bunny rabbits that she rescued and... Uh, and someone, I don't know how, what the con- the co- full context around the conversation was, but someone said, well, you know, can bunny rabbits actually be homosexual? And she said, well, bunny rabbits will basically be anything, anytime, they're always on the album. So, so I don't know, you know, again, we don't, I don't think we're informed enough. I don't know about the animal kingdom. Right. Um, What's well, going on there? I think I think it does happen actually. I don't yeah. know about cats, but um, right. I th- I think it I think it is a thing, um, but I I I really don't know. Um, yeah. So it's 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 not a like great comparison because they don't have. I mean, to our knowledge, they don't have the culture. Yeah. Like there's only you know so many different types of cats. Right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, Stop yeah. comparing people to cats. I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, part, part, part of the issue is is that human sexuality is is tied to reproduction, which is tied mm-hmm. to children, which is tied to the propagation of the species. So this all comes yeah, down survival. To, yeah, survival, and uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of the culture and the evolution is tied around that. Yeah, that is an argument. Like Yeah, and that's and that's where, you know, the church comes in to, you know, and their stance is is based on protecting the children and making sure they have a, you know, a good environment to grow up in. So it's and protecting people too, so that Mm -hmm. you know, women aren't abandoned and this type of thing. So you know, so this is where and and it makes for a stable society, you know. (laughs) And it's and it's been culturally stable, and it's based on, you know, the past, I don't know how many years of human evolution. But, right. You know, we had this stability of men and women, and, you know. Okay. I understand that. hmm But, you know, the first world is... In the first world, gay couples can exist and have, you know, as many children as they want. They can adopt. Mm-hmm. They can have a surrogate. They can do... There's very there's a lot of freedom, and they can be very stable too. Yeah, I mean things have things have changed a lot. Exactly. Obviously, of course, one of the things that's changed it a lot is birth control. You know, so that has made it possible for uh, couples deciding when they can have children and right. controlling that issue. And so now you can have gay couples and 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 have they can right. have children too because it's a lot it's a lot more controlled i think we should talk about the church more 
Okay. So starting to sweat, but that's only I know, because like recording too. studio. But. Um. Yeah. I there's kind of two things I want to address here. One is that you know society starting at least American society is changing gradually, and gay couples can, or like gay marriage is like you know legal and they can yeah, have kids think, and yeah. they can be stable. And, but, so, but you were saying that, like, that's kind of recent in the, at least in your lifetime, that's kind of just started to happen. And the church changes so slowly. Yeah, very slowly, you know? yeah. So that's, yeah. I, I think that's something that a lot of people who criticize the Catholic Church or Christian Church, although Christians are very, the Christian Church is very accepting. But well, the, it depends, not the evangelical, right, right, you know. Right, right. But the Catholic Church, some, some people don't. I guess, understand that the Catholic Church is, you know, a multi-century institution that takes, that has quite a hierarchy and takes a long time to change. Yeah, you're not going to steer this boat very quickly. Right, Yeah, right. It's not going to... But the other side of that is, you know, the Catholic Church preaches love for everyone, acceptance for everyone, God made you the way you are. Yeah. And then some, some Catholics just totally, or Christians just totally deny um, people the way they are, but why are you not loving them, you know? <laughs> they don't dislike them, they just don't approve of what they're doing. Right, something just happened in the Philadelphia area where um, a Catholic organization was, like, organizing um, foster, foster families, yeah, and foster families they wanted refused to, to... Yeah, refused to send foster kids to gay couples. Like, that's not, you know, accepting them as who they are, and, you know... Because, and the, their, I think their argument was that they're not as stable, which right. we just kind of yeah. said that they totally are stable if right. they go through the same, like, checkpoints that a yeah. straight couple has to go through, which is yeah. a lot, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, the church is not openly attacking, they're just saying no, but the church, right. the church draws a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. And that line's not going to move just because the rest of the culture is going off in a different direction. You mean a line in stone? A yeah, line in that's sand true. Would be. Yeah, yeah. They have a line in the stone, right. and you know that line in the stone has been there for a long time. Now they're a little bit hypocritical about some things. I, I, I'm the first to right. admit that. That you know this line is doesn't apply to everybody equally, but nevertheless. You know, they're doctor. They have a doctrine. Mm-hmm. So, and just because you know th- things have changed over the past fifty years, their doctrine is still their doctrine. Right. So, a hundred years ago, you would never have this issue. Right. <laughs> this was not going to be a thing. But now, you know, modern society has changed a little bit. But the and church th- is the church. It's a religion. I think that's why a lot of people are leaving the church because it's okay to leave the institution of the church and still believe in Jesus and still right. follow Jesus. You know, yeah, like because the church is an institution. It's not re- like it's it, it is religion, but you don't have you can be spiritual or religious without it. You can practice on your own. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, I guess they made so. up the rules. Who says we have to go to confession? Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I can talk to God if I want to. Well, it's, it's yeah, I mean, I I don't know that it's the same to just talk in your own room to, as opposed to sharing with someone, but... I've seen this on Catholic websites. Like, praying is just talking to God. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if, that's in, if it's that informal, why do I have to go to a priest to tell him my sins so he can relay them to God so God can <laughs> forgive me? You know, like we're little off topic, but I'm just. I, I mean, I feel like those those um, those um, activities or those institutions are put into place Practices. so that pe- yeah, there's sort of props for people. What did you call them? Uh, practices. Practices. Yeah, there's sort of practices that are put into place to to kind of keep people, you know, engaged. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you're just going to kind of let it all go. That's so, fair. You know, so they they have these practices and events put into place so that people can sort of create markers in their life for doing certain things. That's, that's why, And that's why we get into these issues all the time, you know, everybody, nobody really wants to deal with religion or church except when they get married, they want their kid baptized, they want yeah. their relatives buried, you know, because the church gives these, you know, gives the all these events added meaning somehow, so. Yeah, and there's then, just so much... There's so much extra stuff with the Catholic Church that I just feel like doesn't need to be there. Well, I think all churches are like yeah. that. Well, I mean, I guess but, you, you know, can get you can get all different types of religion. Right. But, I've had uh, some exposure with like um, the Methodist Church mm. when I went on mission trips. Like that was, and their even their um, this is like totally just a church episode now, but <laughs> even okay. their um, their services were so much more fun. Like the Catholic. Mass is so boring. It, it is so boring. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, like, introspective and, you know, meditative or whatever. But, you know, that's just not... It's not just not working for me. And that's okay that it's not working for me. I can go find my own thing and still believe in Jesus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But will you, you know? Right, right. I, I Exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, but if I, I'm, my point is, if I find something that, you know, I enjoy doing, you know, you should enjoy your religion. And well, you certainly should get something from it. It certainly should, you know, f- fulfill a need in your life somehow. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and I think everybody has spiritual needs that need to be addressed mm-hmm. that that should be addressed. So. Some religion should be, something should be doing that for you, however you choose to do that. Yeah, I mean, I was indoctrinated in the Catholic Church pretty young, and uh, there are some not good parts about it, but on balance, it's been a... Yeah, like, I I really like singing Jesus songs, like, just, you know, because I like singing in general. That was a lot of the Methodist Church. I know, and that was a lot of, um, that was a lot of serendipity, which was the youth group in Lewisburg. The Catholic Church, which was great. I loved that. Our church hears. I mean, the the music is incredible. Like, sometimes, sometimes that yeah. one, when that one guy is there, it's like, those parts I find so fun. Right. But even the songs, they're still old. But there's, like, a whole Christian pop music genre. I don't listen to it a lot, but, like, sometimes I do. And, like, when I listen to that, you know, I, prob- I feel something. But when I go to church and listen to readings from the Bible... Even even though it's the same thing, it's it's the same scripture, and that's yeah. probably part of like you know I need more simulation because I've grown up with technology and yeah you know, maybe but, like that's not my fault yeah I don't know I mean I never went I never go to mass for to have a good time you know it's uh, more of an expectation that I I do it and I always feel a little bit better afterwards like a little bit lighter somehow so. 
Um, That's good for you. I mean, I think when I was your age, I was more bored. I don't know. I don't know at what point. And I still went, though, because, you know, it was just how I was raised. Like, you just, something you do. I mean, that's how I was raised, too. Yeah, I don't think. But I, that's I, also, Clearly, I wasn't as strict as my mom was, so. Well, also, but, like, you were in college by now. Yeah. And you went to mass in college. And you said, like. You've told me this, like, it was kind of an escape from the campus. The campus, And yeah. I can totally see myself needing that. Anyway, yeah. do you want to get back to the main topic? <laughs> I don't know. What, what was this episode about again? I mean, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about gender? If you want. Um, I'm not, yeah. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I wanted to. I'm sweating bullets in this. <laughs> Are you <laughs> having fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Maybe we should do a part two on this episode. But yeah, I wanted gender. to know what would you do if your kids came to you as transgender? Like, but transgender like they wanted to change. Like I wanted to change to a boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I don't know what I would do, actually. I mean, it would be, I guess I'd sit down and talk about it. Like, we have open conversation. I like, guess we'd, why? We'd start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Would, you know, and again, I'm not an expert on these things, but. Here's here's one here's one thing you you know the Bruce Jenner Katie and Jenner yes so Bruce Jenner was a famous athlete I know you know yeah and then you know he transitioned to being a woman and at the time he did that there was a quote I read an article about it and uh, he said well I always felt like a woman on the inside mm-hmm. and I have grappled with that for a long time because what does that mean. Like, wait a minute, men and women feel differently on the inside? Like, I'm not sure what that means. Like, you know, just because, like, you want to play baseball, so you want to be a guy? Like, Right, right, that's that's a good (laughs) question. Like, if a guy likes makeup, sure, that's feminine, but does that make him feel like a woman? Yeah, or it's just culturally feminine i mean why can't why can't a guy like flowers and makeup and still be okay why can't society just accept them as a guy that likes flowers like right what does feeling like a woman yeah like that that really threw me that really threw me like whoa you know like you and and somebody you know there were a lot of articles about it like oh he likes to cry at movies like uh Dad cries at movies all the time. Right, right. And that's, (laughs) that's, you know, uh, this is a whole conversation, like, like, gender roles. Yeah. Which is kind of not what we're talking about. Like, but, like, one thing I, I was trying to think of things that, like, are solely feminine. Like, I I was thinking, like, maybe breastfeeding a baby. Like, Mm. men just don't do that. And they never, never will do that, you know? Yeah. Um, Probably even if they transition. I don't know. I don't know if transgender people can, like, have kids. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, the only thing I can think of that's not, you know, society's definition of a gender is, like, motherhood and fatherhood. Right. Or more right. motherhood. Because fatherhood. Right. So if you're a little boy and you really want to be a mom... Right. Then that's a reason where you really feel like you, you know, something about you thinks that you're going to make a much better mom than you are dad. Yeah. Then that might be a legitimate reason to, and I, I 
to, you know, transition over. Like, I'm not going to make a good dad, but I think I really, really will make a good mom. But even, are there things about fatherhood that only men can do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why? (laughs) Well, there are things about motherhood that only women can do. Well, I guess, like, you breastfeeding, I guess, but, you know, what? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, go to the mother-daughter dance? I don't know. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) You know, if you really need to go to the mother-daughter dance and not the father-daughter dance. But, yeah, it it kind of throws me. The only, the other thing that, the other data point I have on this, and, and I don't know, this is sort of completely separate, but it's, it's related to this issue is when you kids were young and I remember going to the toy store and I I think it was Christmas time or something I thought I'm gonna get the kids toys and you were little you were all like preschool and I walked into Toys R Us and there was an aisle for boys toys Mm -hmm. and there were an aisle for girls toys you know there were dolls and there were pink stuff and and then there were and it was clearly so delineated you know it was boys and girls and I just wanted toys you know (laughs) I had young boys and I I, you know I had want the androgynous yeah I want I just want and there is a little there was a little section of educational toys like balls or blocks yeah arts arts and crafts you know yeah right but I was so happy when Toys R Us went out of business because I just thought that that was something about that felt really toxic for me. Like, why right. can't why can't they just make toys for six year olds? Why do they have to have boy toys and girl toys? Right. And if a girl wants to play with a boy toy, does that doesn't mean she's transgender? You know, like, it just means she wants to play with the damn train and not the doll. I mean, I totally agree with that. <laughs> so, anyway, that's... <laughs> the the gender-neutral toys seem so much more fun to me. Like, the blocks and the balls. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, sure. quote, yeah. like, educational. Although dolls were fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, dressing up the dolls. But, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, cult- the culture is putting a lot of pressure on people. And that's the sad part, in my opinion, because a lot of people do transgender and are more comfortable right? after doing it. And it's it's the cultural pressure that's put on, you know, women to have a certain image and, you know. Yeah, I hate, they, so, I hate when I have to go out and dress. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes it can be woman. fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it, obviously it can be fun to dress up, but like. We went to that bridal shower, and I just, like, had no idea what to wear. I'm like, why? I, I wanted to go because, you know, I like to hang out with people I like. Yeah. But I just, like, why is it, like, just... I, I felt yeah, like... it it's, seems it, like a fashion show every time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, probably only because it was only men, only women. But, right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is. But it was a good episode, and I think I lost a couple pounds in the... <laughs> I know, we're both sweating so much. (laughs) Maybe it makes us better. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I don't know how this one's going to turn out, but we we need more guests. We need to bring guests back. Those are our most popular episodes. I like just us episodes better. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, I guess we do have a lot of good conversations that... Right. Like, um, when, when guests are on, it's mostly just them talking, which is fine. That's what yeah. guests are for, but... Yeah. Um, like, I like talking to you. I'm 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 shocked that you came to we came to an agreement on this because down in the living room we seem to like be, you know, worlds apart and I don't think we were ever worlds apart. Oh, okay. The only I... place where we disagree is the church. I feel like, oh, and um, and yeah. um, uh, well, the where we started like, can people be homosexual at, in seventh grade or middle right, school? Right. And I I don't know the answer. I really don't know. I guess it's kind of different gender. Girls can like trucks, and that's fine, but when girls like girls, that's a little bit more different than girls liking trucks. Right. Anyway. Right. I mean, your your first personal intimate relationships are always with people of your own, outside of your family, are always going to be with people of your own gender, gender sex. Well, so. not always. I was best friends with Joel, I thought. Oh, yeah, well, when you were three. <laughs> yeah, and that... I mean, yeah, that's I, true. That's, like, but first. Like, yeah, but you weren't even kind of self-aware then. I mean, you right, that's what a toddler. I, well, you're not self-aware as a five-year-old, really. Yeah, and, and, and so, I mean, when also, your first really personal relationships are usually with people of your own gender. Right, but if you say yeah. that... You can't say that and also just say society puts so much pressure on it because that's also societal pressures that the boys hang out with the boys and the girls hang out with the girls. I, I, I know, guess. Boys and girls can be friends. Well, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's all just... Everything's fake, basically. <laughs> well, we're trying. We're trying. We should, we're going to sign off now. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. See yeah. you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. So, yeah, we won't see you. We'll talk to you. You'll, you'll listen next week. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.